Welcome to Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast, a resource for Muslim women to learn about money, how to create it, grow it, and to protect it. Money is easy. All that's needed is the right mindset. I'm your host, Dr. Saima Ali, with life coaching tools to truly help you create wealth in all areas of your life. Welcome to another episode of Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast. This month, we are talking about relationships. Relationships are really important for our overall well-being and for our finances in many ways. A divorce can be detrimental to one's finances and then we should also be looking to prenuptial agreements and postnuptial agreements. So all of that is accounted, but not only that, relationships create are one of the most important assets in our lives. We are very social creatures and we want to have healthy relationships because you know, solitary confinement is one of the worst punishments there is. So one of my favorite books of all times is How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's written by Dale Carnegie back in 1920s. And the first principle that he teaches is don't criticize, condemn, or complain. And one of the quotes, quotes in there is from Abraham Lincoln that says, don't criticize them. They are just what we would be under similar circumstances. And the first chapter basically goes over many of the famous criminals from from our history. And these were murderers, people who had really hurt other people and taken lives. And it goes over how they viewed themselves. So the book talks about letters that they would have written. And it says that pretty much all of the famous criminals saw themselves as somebody with a kind heart who is really good with other people and soft. And they were just trying to do the best thing that they know. So the book makes a point that if the famous criminals, if the people that we know as murderers and other things, if that's how they view themselves as somebody who is gentle, kind, who is looking out for humanity and who would never hurt anybody, then how do you think the people in our lives feel? So when we try to criticize somebody or complain or try to condemn something, then the people in our lives become defensive because they don't want to be criticized and it doesn't really lead to any positive outcome. So the book is mainly written for business perspective, like how to get people to get better position, get a promotion, get a better job and everything. But it has really important points for all of us. So we, at any point in our life, could behave like the other people in our life if we were in their positions. And if we talk about human beings, human beings are created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who is all-knowing, all-loving, all-caring. The things that he created, including us, are 
serving a purpose in this world. And again, I've mentioned this before, is that this life is not supposed to be perfect and nice and happy all times. That was never promised to us. The moment we stop arguing with how somebody should be and how this life should be, then that changes everything for us. If we just start accepting the people in our life for who they are as they are and just show them love. And of course, that doesn't mean that in our life or in our environment or the things that we can change, that we don't change, we do take action. Action is really encouraging Islam. So for example, during this pandemic, if we cannot change the bigger picture where if we're not involved with developing a vaccine or something big for the humanity, then we can still do a little bit of our part. For example, we can wash our hands, we can put on a mask, we can try to take the precautions, but still, ultimately, the pandemic is not in our control. That is still out there. So we cannot ultimately control if we're going to get sick or not. We cannot ultimately control if we're, you know, our loved ones are going to get sick or not. We may catch the virus at some point. It is really something that is out of our control, but at the same time, we can take the actions to try to prevent it. So when I started talking about money to other people and when I started coaching a little bit with other people, the first thing that came up was relationships. And relationships do impact our, our money, does impact our lives in so many different ways, right? So if somebody's not making enough money, somebody's making too much money, everything just can be impacted in terms of our own happiness. Uh, obviously, our happiness is not dependent on how much money we have or not have, but money by itself is just a neutral tool, but we make it into this thing that can change things in our lives. So many of the coaching sessions just turn into relationship coaching. So what is a relationship? A relationship is basically just our thoughts about another person. Now, you can have a relationship with somebody that you never met because you, because of you having some thoughts about them or even people that we loved and who have passed away, if we are still thinking about them and if they are still part of our thoughts, our lives, then we are still in relationship with them. And a great relationship is basically having great thoughts about the other person and a bad relationship is basically having bad thoughts or ugly thoughts about somebody. A lot of times what we think is that we think negatively about another person because the way they are behaving or the way they are acting. And then we try to change them and we hope that the relationship will change and that that person will change. And many times that ends up doing the reverse where the other person becomes defensive and they don't accept, you know, in their mind they are right and they are correct. And in our mind 
we are right and we are correct. And what ends up happening is just creating a bigger conflict. And the best way to avoid that or to create a good relationship is really just to have good thoughts about something. And just we think that if we hold our love from somebody and if we, you know, yell and scream and if we try to threaten, then that somehow is going to get that other person to change and really follow what we want them to do. But if they change based on what we want them to do or what other people want them to do, then they are not themselves anymore, right? So they are becoming somebody else, a different person. And if if they do try to change, first of all, most most people do not change based on just because somebody else wants them to. So what can we change? We can change and we can control our feelings and our thoughts. And we can try to set boundaries in our relationships. So boundaries is something that we would do if the other person does something. So for example, you can have a boundary where if the other person yells or screams, then your boundary is that you will leave the room or leave the house. And the way we communicate boundaries is not to threaten somebody. It's not to say, well, if you do this, then I will this. But it's really to just communicate. You don't even have to commit. You don't even have to tell them what your boundary is. You can have your boundaries in your head and follow them for yourself and for your own well-being. But if you want to, you can also communicate that, okay, you know, I don't want to be part of yelling or screaming. And if that happens, then I, next time if that happens, then I will be leaving the room or something like, you know, especially when it comes to physical abuse or something like that, then calling the police, you just know in your head that if you are in a physical abusive relationship or any type of um, harm to yourself, to your body, then you will be protecting yourself by getting the authorities involved or other people involved and protecting yourself. So your boundary is that you will protect your physical boundaries. And hopefully that's something that never comes up or not something that you have to act upon, but that's something that you should know. And nobody can really hurt our emotional or our feelings, our emotions or our feelings based on what they say. It's just how we choose to interpret what they say or how we choose to how we choose to feel even if we believe what they're saying may be what they are so it really only takes one person to create a beautiful healthy relationships and our relationship is basically our thoughts about the other person knowing just this part that we can change our thoughts about another person and we can change our relationship with another person is really empowering and your relationship is just dependent on your thoughts about them not really dependent on how they behave or what they show up as and of course that does not mean that you always stay and you do not have to leave 
you can love somebody and still decide that you do not want to be in a daily living situation with that person or in a daily communication situation with that person. And you can choose to leave and still love them for it, their humanness. That this is how this person is created and this is where they are in their life. And this is how they behave and do things. And you are choosing not to be part of that experience. And you are choosing to step out of that. But you can still love them for who they are as a person, as a creation of a higher being and as another human being. So this is a little bit about clarifications on the relationship parts and coaching. And inshallah, I'll talk to you guys next week. We'll talk more about boundaries and the other things on how to improve our relationships. And I, well, I think I had mentioned that I will be starting a new job. So I did start that, my neurology clinical practice. And uh, I'm working three days a week now, which I am really enjoying and getting to really do what I've loved and wanted to do for a long time. So I am currently enjoying that as well. Anyways, until next time, bye.